0: Hello, Fujifilm photographers, welcome to episode number 35 of the Better Fuji Photos Podcast. I'm John Peltier. In today's episode, we're going to talk about controlling your contrast in your photos with the highlight and shadow tone settings, uh, exactly what they do and how to use them. I am recording this on October 2nd. We haven't published a October photo challenge officially in our Fujifilm community yet, however, This month's photo challenge is going to be about complementary colors, finding color contrast in your photos. Like I said, that challenge has not been officially announced in our Fujifilm photographer member community, but if you want to get a head start on it right now, go ahead. If you are not a member of the community and you want to check out those photo challenges and a chance to win a $50 prize at the end of the month, you can do that at photocourses.link slash fujimembers and use the code POD20 for 20% off your first three months after a free three-day trial. So getting into this episode about controlling contrast in Fujifilm photos, particularly the JPEG photos, kind of reaching back to episode one and our one-year photo challenge for this year about trying to get your cameras correct and processed in the camera when you press the shutter button so that you don't have to post-process anything later on. Controlling contrast is kind of one of the main things that you probably want to do in order to get an image that suits your style. Now, if you're familiar with the Fujifilm film simulations, you know that all of these different film simulations have different amounts of contrast. Some film simulations have a really deep shadow contrast and flat highlight contrast, Or vice versa, a really flat shadow contrast and some sharper highlight contrast. Some film simulations like Eterna really don't have any contrast at all. And if you're not familiar with any of these, you can check out our free film simulation course, and that will be linked in the show notes. So all of these different film simulations, which are like our base layer, our base characteristics, have a set amount of contrast. And what the highlight tone and shadow tone settings in the Fujifilm cameras do is they allow you to further modify the contrast of those film simulations, but not just by applying some generic contrast curve, which is you know, kind of what happens in other cameras when you have that setting that says contrast and you increase it or decrease it. Or in Lightroom, you have that contrast slider and you increase it or decrease it. That applies contrast to the entire photo, equally to both the highlight, the bright areas of the photo, and the dark shadow areas of the photo. In Fujifilm cameras, the highlight tone setting is only going to affect the contrast in the bright highlight areas of the picture, while the shadow tone setting is only going to affect the contrast in the darker shadow tones. So you have a lot more control over exactly how you are changing your contrast in your pictures using these settings that are found in the image quality setting menu. And don't confuse the highlight and shadow tone settings in your camera with the highlight and shadow exposure sliders in Lightroom. Those sliders in Lightroom are gonna affect your image regardless of the exposure, whereas the highlight and shadow tone settings in your camera do not and these are also not levels adjustments. Now, you can kind of adjust the white and black point in some of your images using the image quality settings, but not all of them, and certainly not in the same way as you can using the levels adjustment in post-processing programs. The main thing to remember about the highlight and shadow tone settings is that they do affect contrast, but they are only going to affect the contrast in the area of the histogram that corresponds to highlights or shadows. Now, if you are familiar with Lightroom's targeted curve adjustments, that's kind of what these are more similar to where you can adjust that slider for shadows or highlights, and it's not really going to affect the contrast in the rest of the image. What that means is if you have a really bright scene, So let's say you're taking a picture of a snowy scene. That means most of the histogram is going to be on the right half of the histogram. It's going to be comprised mostly of bright tones. You may not have any shadow areas in your histogram or in the picture at all. It's just more of a high key image. Every single pixel has an RGB value of greater than, I don't know, 170 or so. And since there are no tonal areas in that image on the left side of the histogram in the shadows, you can adjust that shadow tone adjustment all day long, and it's not going to affect that photo at all. However, since most of the image is comprised of bright highlight tones, making even just small adjustments to that highlight tone setting, that's gonna make a much larger uh, change in how the picture looks. And after I quickly explain exactly what the numbers mean, and when you go into the highlight and shadow tone or the tone curve settings, I'm gonna give you a little experiment to try. And when you try this experiment, it's gonna make a whole lot more sense about how each one of these settings affects different areas of the image depending on your exposure. So let's get into adjusting these settings right now. You can access the highlight and shadow tone settings a couple of different ways. First, you can go into the image quality setting menu and looking for either tone curve. That's what it's called in the newer cameras, tone curve. And when you go in there, you'll see both the highlight tone and shadow tone adjustments all at once, along with a representation of what the tone curve looks like. In older cameras, you will adjust both the highlight tone and the shadow tone individually in submenus in the image quality menu called highlight and shadow tones. Or if you have programmed these settings into the Q menu, and I love using the Q menu in shooting mode to adjust how my image looks. We talked all about that in episode number 31, how to use the Q menu in shooting mode. In all cameras, you can program individually highlight tone and shadow tone to separate slots in the Q menu. And then all you need to do is just highlight either the highlight tone setting or the shadow tone setting and rotate that command dial to increase or decrease the numbers to change your contrast in that tonal area. So how do you change those numbers? This one can confuse a lot of people whether or not you set a positive number or a negative number to add contrast. And I just remember it this way. A plus sign increases contrast while a negative sign decreases contrast. So if you want to increase your contrast in the shadow areas, which will make those dark areas darker, you just increase that shadow tone number anywhere from Uh, you can do half number increments in the newer cameras. So you can set from a positive 0.5 all the way up to four. Four is really gonna make those dark areas a whole lot darker. And then the same thing for the highlight tones. 0.5 or one is just barely going to make those bright areas brighter. And then a positive four for the highlight tones is gonna make those bright areas really, really bright they might actually be pure white, depending on how your picture is exposed. Now, if you do all of this through the image quality setting menu and then into tone curve, like I said, you're gonna see a representation of what the contrast curve, the tone curve looks like. That's all going to be overlaid on the live view itself. So you can see real time what your adjustments are going to do to your image, how those numbers are going to affect the contrast in the highlight and shadow tone areas. Obviously the older cameras, you won't be able to see that. You're just gonna have to change the settings and then go back to the live view to see what those settings did to that image that you are looking at through the viewfinder. If you're doing all of this through the Q menu and you have that transparent background set, as we talked about in episode number 31, you can also see what those adjustments are going to do to your final image, you're just not going to see uh, what the tone curve looks like, which I would argue is less important to you than actually seeing what the picture is going to look like. So that's how you actually use the highlight tone and the shadow tone settings. And unfortunately, this is a setting that I just can't give you recommendations for. I know everyone always wants recommendations. What do I do? Well, that's really all just going to depend on your own personal tastes. Some people just really love strong contrast overall. Myself, I like bold shadows. So I like shadow areas that are maybe a little bit darker, but I like to preserve some of the highlight tones a little more. So I might go to higher positive numbers in the shadow tone setting and not even touch the highlight tone setting, or I might even go to negative numbers. We didn't even talk about that yet. Negative numbers will decrease the contrast in the tone curve. You can only set up to negative two, unlike the positive side where you can go to positive four. The negative numbers only go to two. So if you set your shadow tone curve to negative two, that's gonna decrease contrast in the shadows, which will make those shadow dark areas brighter. It'll lift up some of those shadow tones. Likewise, for the highlight tone curve, a negative number is going to make those highlight areas a little bit darker. And that's going to have the effect of reducing contrast in the highlight areas. And so going back to what I was just talking about, yeah, I might set some positive numbers for the shadow tone and zero or like negative one for the highlight tone. And that's just because that's my own personal preference. And like we talked about in the beginning, this is all going to be added on top of the film simulation that you've selected. So you might really like how Eterna has a overall fairly flat feel with some desaturated colors, but you might think that the shadows could use a little more contrast. So in that case with Eterna, you would just increase the shadow tone to positive one or positive two or whatever Uh, suits your preference for how those dark areas look using Eterna. If you have a shadow tone set of positive four on Eterna and you go to Velvia, which already has a lot of contrast, especially in the shadow tones, that picture is going to look completely different. Those dark areas are going to look way darker than they did for the same photo captured in Eterna. So just remember that while you're using these, it's going to be a cumulative effect added on top of the film simulation contrast that you're currently using. And you can program all of these into your custom settings so that you have different tone curves applied to different film simulations. And you can save those and then recall them later whenever you want. So now going back to that experiment that I mentioned that I would have you try out, grab your camera if you can, and just go into, uh, let's say, program auto mode or aperture priority mode. Go into an automatic exposure mode, set the exposure compensation at zero, and then just try to point your camera at something that has a relatively even exposure, even tones, meaning it's not a super high contrast scene. It's relatively flat. And then just increase your shadow tone setting to positive four. Don't touch the highlight tones set the shadow tones to positive four. And you'll see that what little dark areas you might have in that photo, they're gonna get a whole lot darker. Now what I want you to do is decrease that exposure compensation. Click that dial down from zero, uh, down into the negative numbers, like negative one. That's gonna make your entire photo darker. And as your entire photo gets darker, more of those tonal areas in that photo are going to be moved into the shadow areas of the histogram. And as larger areas of the photo are moved into the shadow area of the histogram, that shadow tone setting of positive four is going to affect more areas of the photo. More areas of the photo are going to get a whole lot darker than when you had that exposure compensation set to zero. Then I want you to increase your exposure compensation. You're going to set it to, let's say, positive two. So you're going to overexpose that scene. Now, most of the tones are going to be in the brighter or the highlight area of the histogram. And you're going to see that you're not going to have much shadow contrast at all. Go into the shadow tone setting and set it from positive four to zero. And you'll see, again, just based on, you know, exactly the scene that is in front of you and how that's comprised, that when you do that, when you go from positive four to zero on the shadow tone curve, it's really not going to affect much of the image at all because none of the image is in the shadow area of the histogram. It's mostly in the highlight areas. So now go to the highlight tone, set your highlight tone to positive four, and you'll see that all of these bright areas in this image get a whole lot brighter. Then set your exposure compensation down into the negative numbers. So now we are underexposing the photo and you'll see that when you lose those highlight areas in the picture, you're not gonna have a whole lot of highlight contrast. Move that highlight tone setting now with the photo underexposed, and you'll see that hardly any of the picture is affected at all. So just remember that, that the highlight and shadow tone settings are an amplification of the highlight and shadow areas of your histogram. When more of the histogram is on the left side, the shadow area is gonna have more of an effect than the highlight area will, and vice versa. So just doing these simple experiments will help you visualize this and see exactly how it works. And that can really help you. Uh, For now, when you go out and you want to style your pictures, you'll know exactly, or at least have a much better idea, of how those adjustments are going to affect your final photo. It's a setting of positive two for the shadow tone is going to affect every single photo differently based on the exposure and the film simulation. But knowing how to do this, it's just gonna take you one step closer to meeting that one year Fujifilm photo challenge of styling your photos in the camera before you press the shutter button, because now, You have a much better understanding of how to control contrast and separately for both the highlight tone and the shadow tone areas to get a style that you prefer, a style that you personally like. Thank you for listening to the Better Fuji Photos podcast. If you have any Fuji film or photography related questions that you'd like to have answered on an episode here, please use the link in the show notes to send those in. Help keep this podcast alive by rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast wherever you prefer to listen. Thanks again, stay creative, and we'll see you in the next episode.